the NFL Gambling Podcast. On the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon score-exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with the $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets and the at the lowest price. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they just bet $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DGEN. I'm just about that action, boss. Back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guys. Me, really real villain, real to real from Junior here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Bring me my money. All right. Whoa, that's replaying. Nobody told you to replay. Let's turn that off. But we are here talking AFC West betting preview. I'm almost positive this is the last betting preview that has to drop before we get to the season. The season is T minus. What is that now? Oh, two and a half weeks away. Looking forward to it. You know, I got my guy with me, Scott Studio Rice Shell. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Doing pretty well. Uh, I think this is our this is our last division preview. I believe there's one more after this. I think according to the schedule, but for our sake, it's the last one we're doing. So looking forward to going through uh, the AFC West. Should be fun. I know last year this division had a lot of expectations, and for the most part, drastically underachieved. Then again, the Chiefs won the won the Super Bowl, but you know what I mean. The other three teams really didn't do much. Shout out to the Chargers, though, for blowing a 20-point lead in a playoff game. But still, should be a fun division. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, we can just go ahead and, you know, get into it. We look at what happened last season for this division. And like you said, it was a bunch of uh, low production, low, I mean, high expectations, low production for basically anybody not named the Kansas City Chiefs here. Broncos finished last of the division at five and 12. I believe they had a 10 and a half win total last season. Raiders were third at six and 11. Then you have the Chargers who were 10 and seven and the Chiefs who were 14 and three, who of course went on to win Super Bowl. Chargers did not get a playoff win. And the Raiders and the Broncos were picking toward, well, supposed to be picking towards the top of the lottery, but the Broncos trade away their pick and that went to the Seattle Seahawks. So, Broncos now we could start there five and 12 last season and they bring in Sean Payton. Sean Payton is now the head coach. The Hackett experiment 
is now over. It didn't last an entire season. It was actually really, really, really bad. And, and it lasted something- longer than it should have. I did. Yeah, and it lasted longer. Yeah, it lasted longer than it should have. Like it honestly, I'm thinking urban mile levels of how quickly they should have got him up out of there. Now we're looking at this next season. Eight and five is the win eight and a half wins. I'm sorry, eight and a half wins is the win total here. Minus one ten on both sides, plus five fifty to win the division, plus one eighty to make the playoffs. Like I said, Sean Payton is now come in as the head coach. He takes things over. However, Russell Wilson is still there as quarterback. Javante Williams is coming back off of an ACL tear, and he played in preseason from all things, like all things considered, he looks really, really good for what he did for last season, that is. Looks very, very good here. So, uh, I mean, It, for me, it, the question is simple. Do you believe in Russell Wilson or not? I think if you answer that question, you de- you pretty much decide what side of this win total you're on. I personally don't, at least from what I've seen in preseason. I know, once again, you can't really draw that many conclusions from preseason, but Wilson... I, I mean, thought... last season, he looked bad. Yeah. He looked, yeah, it, he, he looks the same in preseason as he did last that, season. That's my doesn't... point. I, I haven't seen any type of improvement. Yeah, you could argue it's a new system with Sean Payton and all, but even just the arm talent and the footwork and the pocket presence, it just feels like Wilson is not the guy that he used to be. And you were hoping last year was a one-off in a limited preseason action. It does not look like a one-off. Can we say that? No, it doesn't. It looks like he's really bad. And I've been a Russ. I've been a Russ apologist for a while, but last season was horrible and he hasn't looked, I haven't seen anything thus far in the preseason that has made him look any better. They went. Uh, he went basically a whole half against the Cardinals and couldn't move the ball at all. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, to look at the offseason moves they made, they, for the most part, had to exchange the offensive line. They lost a ton of tackles and guards, so they had to exchange some. Ended up getting McGlinchey. They got Powers. They got Kyle Fuller. Uh, they also got Frank Clark on the defensive line, which is a nice touch. Uh, as for receivers, they really didn't do much. They got Callaway. I know that Patrick, I believe, towards ACL, right? Yeah. So he's out for the year. Uh, besides that, they lost a couple running backs. They lost Latavius Murray. They lost Chase Edmonds. They lost uh, Mike Boone. Yeah, for the most part, they lost Ronald Darby. They lost McManus, so they have a new kicker. I really don't see much that I truly like about this team. The defense should still be good. We know that Sertan's one of the best young corners in the league, but you kind of hit the nail on the head. You have an offensive-minded coach who you're hoping can fix Russell Wilson, and Wilson might be past the point of fixing. So if you're going to spend that much draft capital and pay that much money for a quarterback that's probably bottom 10 out of all starters in the league right now yeah. in one of the tougher divisions in football, I'm not picking you to finish above 500. I'm on the under. I see this team probably going 7-10. and 10. Eight and nine, give or take. I just, how many games do you think they can win holding opponents under 21 points? Same story as last year. I mean, the thing is, they should, keyword should, get swept by Kansas City and the Chargers. Now, the Chargers are dumb, so they might lose one of those games. But they should get swept by those two. I don't, I think as bad as the Raiders are going to be, Denver's not guaranteed to sweep this team. So I'm actually, I just was texting Sean 
earlier this week because we watched the Broncos and the Cardinals game together where we were sweating Cardinals money line and we got it in the preseason. And I texted him. I hell said, of a finish though. Oh, it was amazing. You should have seen us in like in the house while Adam and Ryan were upstairs in the other room sleep. We're literally jumping up and down quietly like two little schoolgirls because we just hit this bet. But and I said, how do we how do we lay four with the Broncos in week one? Like, how do we lay four with Russell Wilson? And and for everything that is bad about the Raiders. Broncos aren't that much like defensively night and day understood. But if you can't score, I mean, I, I don't know how this team scores. Russ is literally the timing is off on every throw, every throw. It's just like a second or a half a second or a little, but the timing is off. And that's how stuff ends up in the dirt. That's how you end up with interceptions. Like I, I, I don't even need, we don't even need to run through the schedule here. Like this is under eight and a half. I don't know how I can go over with Russell Wilson right now. The argument that people have for the Broncos is that, once again, Hackett was one of the worst coaches of all time, and as a result, they're treating Sean Payton like a miracle worker. It doesn't change the fact that Russell Wilson can barely throw anymore, so I don't think it's really going to matter. Now, you can make the argument that Drew Brees at the way end was pretty cooked, and they still you know, hosted a playoff game against uh, Tampa, who eventually won the Super Bowl, and maybe they could find a way. I don't see it. Personally, Javante, I like as a running back, but off an ACL injury, there's no guarantee that he's going to be healthy the entire season. The offensive line was not great last year. They swapped out half the offensive line. I'm not sure if it's going to be any better. I am not sold in this team. I really see seven and 10. I wonder, do they have have a number in mind? Seven and 10, six and not six and 11. Then they blow it up and finish like four and 13. I think they could be last place. In the division, I think they could be. I think them and the Raiders will be neck and neck for most of the year. Plus two ten, I feel like that's worth a sprinkle. Plus two ten on DraftKings, fourth place in the division. But what's uh, the, what's the Raiders like? Minus one thirty, one forty. Um, the Raiders are minus one fifty. Okay. Yeah, I'm not laying. I'm they. I'm, I'm not I laying one fifty on that. So, and there's a there's a world possibility where. The Raiders' offense works better because freaking Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, Josh McDaniels have worked together before. Like, there's a there's a world of possibility where they're off. That makes me feel way better about their offense than it does make me feel about the Broncos' offense with Russ and uh, Sean Payton, and then add an offensive line that is literally piecemealed together. Girl, you also have to keep in mind Sean Payton has not coached in the league for over a year. I wonder if there's rust involved. You know, we'll see what happens there. There's no guarantee Sean Payton, once again, is going to be in peak Sean Payton form. We'll see if it takes him maybe a couple weeks to get reacclimated, and we'll see how that goes. But I can't back Russ. It's really as simple as that. You discussed it when we first brought up the team. I don't trust Russ. I think he looks bad in preseason. I'm on the under. Yeah. I'm 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 with you. I'm with you. I, I can't. And you're throwing in a bonus last place angle at plus 210. Yeah, this uh, it's just it's good value. I know you don't want to make you don't want to make too much of preseason, but like there's no difference in what Russ looked last year to, to this preseason. Like it looks the exact same. If that's what the season has to look forward to. Do the Raiders matters. have six wins and the Broncos finish back? Like, does Sean Payton make them three and a half wins better than last year? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But you I- mentioned preseason maybe not mattering. I think it matters more when the players are struggling. Because usually they're against backup defenses. 
So usually that matters more. For example, Sam Howell yesterday was really, really good against Baltimore. Washington used their entire starter starting lineup and the Ravens used third string defensive players for the entire first half. <laughs> but that doesn't mean anything. But if you're talking about, for example, having your first string offense and you're against some backup defense guys or the Cardinals and I don't you care. can't move the ball. I don't care if it was starters, if it was backups, if it was third strings. The Cardinals are the Cardinals. You're against the worst team in the league and you couldn't move the ball for an entire half. And I feel like, once again, it's similar to the Eagle struggles with Mariota. Like, some guys look so bad that I think it does matter. Wilson mm. looked that bad. And I'm sure Sean could tell you that Mariota's probably going to get cut because Mariota's been terrible the entire preseason. Like, I think it means more when a veteran guy is struggling than playing well in preseason. Then you have more mm. conclusions to draw, in my opinion. All right. Got to talk to you about DraftKings because bet $5 on any college football bet. You can get $200 in bonus bets instantly using our code DGEN, D-E-G-E-N, DGEN. And that will get you a $5 bet on any college football bet. And you can get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use that promo code DGEN. A Make sure you get the $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you do that with promo code, again, DGEN. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Make sure you go and you get your tickets on the Game Time app. You can get them for any football game, whether you're going day of, whether you do this the day before, any last-minute tickets, anything like that you need, you can get them for the lowest possible price on the Game Time app. And they will make sure you get the lowest possible price because – they are actually going to take that guarantee. You have the game time guarantee. And so if you find tickets in the same section, in the same row for less, they will credit you 110% of the difference of the ticket. So I'm telling you, try your luck. Try your luck. Go see if you can find. See if you can find. I dare you. Try to find tickets for cheaper somewhere else. They, 110%, by the way. That means they're paying you. Yes, <laughs> you they are paying you. So if you, hey, if you want to go out there, you trying to, you know, find a new job, try to find some tickets for cheaper than game time. I doubt that you'll find them, but very much try to do that. So 110%. So do that snag your tickets without stress with the game time app. Download the game time app, create your account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Again, you create account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's move on to the next team in the division. Third place last year, the Las Vegas Raiders at six and 11. They are currently projected to be last in the division. They have a win total of six and a half wins. I did not go to the supercomputer last time. So we're going to go to the supercomputer. Uh, shout out to my guys at Ferro Analytics at P underscore analytics. And let's check out what the supercomputer said for the Broncos and the Raiders as soon as I can get it up. All right, here we go. So they're actually higher on the Broncos, but they have it exactly at the win total, eight and a half. And so this is this division is really wonky. I thought last one was wonky. This one is really, really wonky. I'm very curious to see how the supercomputer handles this in the future. But so Broncos, eight and a half wins. Raiders, want to take a guess? Uh, well, you said they're higher on Denver. So I'm assuming the Raiders are going to be at like 5.5. 
No, seven wins. Really? They okay. have the Raiders at seven wins. And I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think the Raiders are going to be bad. I think that it's either they're like dead last, like dead last bad where they start tanking, or they're actually somebody that we can probably, excuse me, that we can probably bet on over the course of the year. Big news for the Raiders is that Josh Jacobs is reporting to camp. He has ended the holdout. He will play in week one. He's back with the team. They bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Aiden O'Connell for all the Aiden O'Connell uh, shooters out there. He looks pretty good out there, man. <laughs> hey, man, he's got a lot of shooters, man. I, I'm still he's made a lot of people it. money in DFS for preseason. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, for sure. So Aiden O'Connell is drafted, and he is now the backup quarterback to Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, man. You still have Devontae Adams, who is still here. As you know, Derek Carr got traded in the offseason. He's over there with the Saints. I mean, I don't really think – I can't think of anything else off the top of the head that's really glaring for the Raiders in terms of key additions or losses here. But, but it's just Waller, more – Oh, yeah, yeah, Matt Waller the Baller. Why Collins. did not – Oh, Matt Collins. Oh, yeah. Well, we he was pretty good last Collins. Some Matt Collins. Yeah, we have some Matt Collins shooters out there as well, but – Waller the Baller is not there. So, Waller the Baller, he is over there with the New York Giants where he's going to become the number one tight end in all of fantasy. So, I think that it's the, for me, I think they're going to be out of a lot of games. But if that front seven can make some noise, they might be interesting. Because I think that I think they have the most game managing offense of all time. Like literally, get the ball to Devontae Adams, get the ball to Josh Jacobs, move the chains, hope that you get in the range to score. But with Garoppolo now, it's gonna be up there. Garoppolo is like a first ballot game manager, right? Yeah. And so I, I'm just sitting like I at first I was projecting this team to be really, really bad, but and I still think they're going to be bad, but I don't think they're going to be really like they may not be number one overall pick bad. Yeah, and that's if that's really if Garoppolo stays healthy. If Garoppolo gets hurt again and you push out Andy on Cotton, then then I think that they're that's I, kind I of that's, that's actually bad. the piece though where I'm kind of leaning to the over. It's because I think Garoppolo is going to get hurt. That that was where I was concerned at, and the backup initially was Brian Hoyer. That was the problem I had. O'Connell looks kind of nice. I think they can make it. I'm not a two. believer. I'm not. You don't have to be I mean, a believer. I, the, the point is, if Garoppolo gets hurt for six weeks, are they guaranteed to go zero and six? I think Hoyer was guaranteed to go zero and six. I think I think O'Connell can go two and four. Oh, I don't know if I can get him to maybe one and five. Him, maybe. Yep. There we go. I can okay. give you a one and five. The point is, they're better with O'Connell than Hoyer, so they have a better backup quarterback than when preseason started. Do we agree on that? Yes. Hoyer probably shouldn't be in the league. Yes, I agree. But that's not much for me to agree because Hoyer is really bad and he's yeah really he old. is. So it, it doesn't move the needle for me. I think it's really I think if if Jimmy Garoppolo plays a whole season, Jimmy Garoppolo can win seven games. Yeah, I feel I feel confident in saying if he plays a whole season, Jimmy Garoppolo can come out with seven wins. Like he very much can. So I'm actually thinking I'm taking over, which is something that I didn't think I was going to say coming in here, but it. it the fact that you have the Broncos, who I think are still really bad, and I'm not going to lie, there's still a possible, like, possibility for them to tank this season and go get Caleb Williams. Like, I'm not opposed to that at all. I think there's a good chance that they call it quits early on in the season and then just tank for the rest of the season and go after Caleb Williams in the draft. And with that, if the Raiders get that win week one, I feel great. 
about Can getting Raiders over. Can Raiders really tank for Caleb Williams, though, when they just paid Garoppolo that money? I don't think the Raiders are going to say. I think the Broncos are going to tank. The Broncos, I think, might. like, But the, I don't know if the and Raiders can. I don't, like, they just I don't paid care. Garoppolo. I don't care. I think contracts are so fake. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, honestly, truly, there's never been a contract that's really, really crippled a team. Like, if anybody had a bad contract, they got rid of that person. Some way, somehow, whether they cut them and, and took their losses, they have always gotten rid of that person. So, if they really want, you know, Caleb Williams, I'm not going to say that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the person to stop them. Absolutely not. But this team is slightly i think we need to go let's go to the let's go to the schedule we we gotta go to the schedule for this one for denver we knew ahead like all right we're just not picking them because we yeah. know for a fact that Russell i very well not look good at all we this could possibly tough. i could very possibly end up taking the over on raiders here all right so first four weeks of the season we have broncos at broncos at bills home to steelers at chargers that's actually really tough what the fuck? that is tough and even the home game against the packers after that's a monday night game that's not easy either okay okay because i hate russ we'll give them the first one to the broncos i think they lose three straight to the bills rate to the bills steelers and we have an zero and four and then they have no. I give them. No, I give them. I give them the Broncos one. Oh, I thought you said that you were giving uh, the Broncos that game. Sorry. No, no, no. My bad. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm giving them. I'm giving them one. Okay. But Green Bay. I, I like Green Bay. So do I. I. Like Green yeah. Bay. Okay, so I'm not going to give them Green Bay. The revenge game against the Patriots. Jacoby Myers I, is on the Raiders though, so he can't lateral the ball to Chandler Jones anymore. That's the problem. So does he ladder it to the right team or the wrong team? I don't know. Oh man, I'm low on New England, but that is, I feel like McDaniel's is going to get outcoached dramatically. But I mean, who knows? Like that game, I think it's a fifty-fifty. Okay, that's brutal. Yeah, I, I I can't give that one to the Raiders. I don't know. I, I'm not there. We'll go, we'll go the fifty-fifty. Then at Chicago, I don't like Chicago either. I know you think that they're going to be better than I do, but in Chicago, that's not easy either. Yeah, it's not. Um, I don't really like either one of those defenses. I, I think this I'm leaning to the out. under the more we look at the schedule. I, I really don't see many wins that I actually can just pen, I could put in pen. Okay, so 50-50 for the Patriots and the Bears. All right, we're Lions, Giants. I think that the Lions and the Giants both get wins there. Jets, Jets. Dolphins, Chiefs, Jesus. Yeah, no, we can't go. I over think here. I'm on the under. No, like, we can't is, go over. This is no, we can't go over here. There's For no a third way they're place getting... team from last year. This schedule is brutal. No wonder it's minus one fifty. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know where the wins are, man. I don't know where the wins are. We also didn't even mention we stopped after Chiefs. It's Chiefs, Vikings, Chargers, Chiefs. I, I don't know how many wins this team gets. To be honest, I'm on. I think I got to be on the under. This is why we yeah. go through the schedule. We're doing it in live yeah. time, but damn, yeah, that schedule no. is rough. That, I mean, it, it just didn't – I couldn't plausibly just sit here and say, oh, yeah, that's a win. That's a win. Yeah, no. No. All right, under six and a half for the Raiders. What do we even have there? We had like two 50-50s followed by about 10 losses. <laughs> we had yeah. nothing to work I mean, with there. So yeah. we had the Colts. We had the Colts. That's a 50-50. And we didn't even get up to the Colts in the schedule. <laughs> we we last game of the season. That. Last game of the season, Broncos versus Raiders might actually be for the number one overall pick. Yeah, that might be a tank ball. That could, yeah, that there's a good possibility that that's the toilet bowl for the number one overall pick there. Yeah. All right. Uh, I I mean, is there any type of other future that you even 
would use on this Raiders team. You can make an argument once again, Josh Jacobs did lead the league in rushing last year. So if you want to talk about a league leader prop, maybe. I don't think Jacobs does it again. Mm-hmm. Can I see Devontae Adams leading the league in receiving yards? Sure. If they're trailing in all these games, it's going to be garbage time galore. So I could see a bunch of garbage time passing yards right towards Devontae Adams. So, so I maybe- wanted to I wanted to do Devontae Adams to lead the league in passing touchdowns or receiving touchdowns. But my concern for that is how many times are they going to be in the red zone to give the ball to him? Yeah. That's because if he's in, I think him and Garoppolo is going to be a very, very underrated red zone combination where Adams is going to get open and Garoppolo is capable enough of getting him the ball. And Garoppolo's also been a bit of a tight end guy in the red zone, but they don't really have any left because Waller left, so they're going to have to go to Adams all the time. Uh, let's see here. They didn't even use Waller in the red zone. Like that's the no, not, well, he was also injured yeah, for like three months. So, oh man. All right. Um, I think the prop I'm actually looking at is Garoppolo under for passing yards. I think he's going to get hurt. Just full disclosure, I think he's getting injured. He's played yeah. less than 12 games in two of the last three years. I, I don't know if the offensive line can keep him upright. We know Garoppolo isn't exactly the most mobile guy. He was battling some injuries during the offseason. I think he's fine now, but you know what I mean. It would not shock me if either the Raiders have to deal with an injury for him or maybe the team is so bad and they start off like 1-7 and seven because we mentioned the record. And they just say, you know what, O'Connell, go out there, show me what you got. Yeah. Maybe. So I like Garoppolo under for passing yards. Yeah, I agree. I can't really – I can't get behind anything else, man. My general rule of thumb for uh, preseason season-long props is try to fade the injury-prone <laughs> players. Garoppolo's had some injuries in years past. Even the healthier year, he played 15 games. Still missed some games there. I think he's going to get hurt. I will sprinkle on Devontae Adams plus 750 for to lead the league in receptions. Okay. I can I can get behind that. I can get behind it. I think that at the very least, man, he's he can walk away with 10 receptions a game. Easy. Yeah, they're throwing him the ball. Well, 10 receptions a game would get him to 170. Like, that's not going to happen. But I'll give him, like, 140, 130, 140, which might be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Devontae Adams was 750 league receptions. All right. Let's see here before we get to the rest of the games. Got to talk to you about our Patreon because you can get exclusive access to guess what? Just drop the first sports gambling podcast stories podcast where it is Sean and Ryan detailing the and chronicling the birth of the sports gambling podcast network. A really good listen there. Make sure you tap into our Patreon so you can get that episode. Also, thousand dollars first place prize for our nfl win totals contest that contest is exclusively for our patreon members make sure you sign up for the patreon please and support us as we fight back against corporate gambling sports gambling podcast.com says patreon that is sports gambling podcast.com slash patreon and underdog fantasy is here august is almost over you have until september 7th to draft your fantasy football team for best ball. Make sure you do that and get into the best ball mania for tournament with $15 million of prizes up for grabs, including $3 million for first place. I need to make sure that I take 
full advantage of that. Visit underdogfantasy.com. Find them in the app store. Do whatever, but make sure you use that promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And we're gonna have a little bit of a season-long pick'em going on from the AFC West. We should have did it for our other preview, but we can do it for the AFC West. And I don't know. I think Scott's gonna have Jimmy Garoppolo under passing yards for the season up there. The advanced analytic nerds are very much on your side when they say that take unders for season-long props. I might parlay a couple. We'll see. All right. Let's see here. We are on to the next team, the Los Angeles Chargers. So they have... They have a win total of nine and a half wins, minus 120 to the over, plus 340 to win the division, minus 125 to make the playoffs. Supercomputer. Supercomputer has the Chargers. You want to take a guess? I think it's going to be low because they were pretty high on the other two teams we mentioned. So I'm going to say eight and a half. Yep. Tied with the Broncos for second at eight and a half wins. I mean, I you know I agree with it. We sit here, you bring Dale, Brandon Staley, who I thought was going to get fired midseason last year, and then I thought was going to get fired after the playoff game. It blew a twenty point game. What Lawrence had what three four interceptions in the first half? Like you have to win that game. Yeah, I just don't know how you don't win the game. But he's back. They do have a new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore coming over from Cowboys. Austin Eckler is playing the season. I know there was talk about him holding out and him wanting a long, a long-term deal. He didn't get it. He's back with the team still playing. Jack Quentin Johnson and coming over from TCU. And so now you have a trifecta of Keenan Allen, if he's healthy, of Mike Williams, if he's healthy, and then Quentin Johnson. And the jury's still out if he has the same injury problems as the other two. Bosa's back. And healthy for He's now. Still having tantrums on the sideline while his team is blowing a twenty-point lead. Potentially. Okay. I mean, can they, can they stop the run for once in their lives? I, I I think this team just has so much potential, but I just think the wrong man is driving the ship here, and I think he's going to constantly cost his team wins. Like I, th- I we think we saw it. They should have lost to Cleveland because he went forward inside his own like forty, and then. It's the field goal at the end anyway. They should have lost that game too. But yeah, it, I think Staley's a bad coach. I think we can all agree that he's probably bottom five in the league. Definitely bottom 10. Bottom five? Bottom five. That's what I'm saying. So I think Kellen Moore, we agree, was brought in to be the head coach in training. Kind of like maybe enemy in Washington, but still. The point is I think he'll be the head coach at some point. Herbert I like a lot, but they've been very, very careful and they have not really te- they've not really let him throw the ball downfield, which is really annoying because we know Herbert has got one of the best arms in the league. And maybe Kellen Moore can help, I'd say, ex- just you know expand the playbook a little bit and allow them to take more deep shots. The offensive line is okay. Defensive line should be okay. They really didn't do much in terms of free agency. They ended up getting, you mentioned Quinn Johnson as a receiver, big play guy. And besides that, that was really all they did. They just went through the draft. They got Eric Hendricks, the linebacker, as their veteran addition, which maybe can help. Maybe it won't. We'll see. They lost Carter, their wide receiver, who I thought was okay as like a slot guy. Uh, Lost a couple of offensive linemen and some depth pieces on defense. 
I feel like they're right where the number should be. I think I'm going to lean over, but it's going to be close. I, this team on paper should win like 11, 12 games. They're going to win 10 because Staley's an idiot. So I'll lean over, but I have them barely going over. I think Staley's going to be fired by like week five or six. Like I, I just think the wheels are going to fall off and he, they're going to get rid. Well, I want to see the schedule because so, if it's bad or Justin early, Decker, Justin Decker says that, and this is also why I'm on the under. Because just I was listening to Justin Decker do his preview with the uh, Rashawn and Ryan, and so he said that you know Chargers really don't fire their coaches in the middle of the season; like they give them the season and then fire them like the next day after. Yeah, like Schottenheimer like, when he lost to New England in the playoffs back in the day. They, North Turner, yeah, they wait and, until and th- after the year. I thought about how bad Anthony Lynn was, and he made it to the end of the season. So I was yeah. like, oh well, my first coach fired bet might actually not have any legs, but. That just makes me feel better about the under because now I'm getting an entire season of Brandon Staley blowing games again. Like, if you're going to continuously – and I think Staley's going to be so bad this year that they're going to have to fire him, like, midseason. So I'm still keeping my Brandon Staley first coach fired bet. I'm not scared off of that. But even if he doesn't, he's going to cost them wins, and he's going to get me to this win total. Like, he he's going to get me under this. They can be a nine-win team, nine and eight, and they probably squeak into the playoffs at, like, it's a seven C or something like that. Maybe not even make it because the AFC is stat. So, honestly, truly, I – the team on paper looks okay. They look decent. They probably should really be a good team. I cannot get behind the man in charge. I cannot. That's fair. And that's what happens when you have a quarterback who turns into a defensive coordinator. Sure. So I Do you think Kellen Moore's gonna actually help? I thought I thought with Dallas. I he think was the off- okay. I think the metric, the offensive metrics will probably look better. We just want to gonna make it worse every now and then. They never uh, threw the ball downfield with Herbert, and it drove everybody nuts. Yeah, I think offensively, the metrics and the numbers is probably going to look like they're a better offense, but it's not going to translate into the wins because Steelers going to blow the game. Like I'm, he's really, really bad. Like he's really, really bad. He looks like a deer in headlights out there sometimes. It's a serious loose cannon situation because every time you're going to go for it on fourth and short, no matter where you are on the field, you might win or lose games in one play. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be a risky bet that comes down to the wire, in my opinion. But the fact that the Raiders' schedule was so rough and we're low on Denver, wins had to come somewhere. If the Raiders' schedule was easier, I would take the Raiders over and the Chargers under. But unfortunately, that's not how it goes. I want to look at the schedule though for the Chargers because it seems like it's kind of balanced in the middle of difficulty. Dolphins week one, that's not easy, but that's winnable. At Tennessee, that's winnable. At Minnesota. Mm. It's winnable, but I think they'll probably lose that one. It's 1 o'clock Kirk, so I'll assume they'll lose that one. Raiders at home, they should win. Cowboys at home, I think that one's winnable. They'll lose to the Chiefs, they always do. They should beat the Bears at home. At Jets, West Coast team going east, I'll assume they'll lose that one. Home against Lions, at Green Bay, home against Ravens, those games can be iffy. Once again, there's a lot of games that I feel like they can win, but it's not going to be the easiest. They were 10-7 and seven last year with a point differential of plus 7, which sounds about right. They're a team that's going to be really involved in a lot of close games, and you're hoping you're on the right side of some of them. I'll lean over, but once again, 10-7 and seven sounds about right. I'm not going to bet the over-under. I'll tell you that much. 
Do you have anything I else going have, on? I have six, seven guaranteed losses already. Seven? Eight, because I just saw the bills here. So okay, well, I just want to see these. You get swept Chiefs by twice. the Chiefs. You get swept by the Chiefs. Okay. You lose to the are, Bills. That's three. That's three. You lose to the Jets at, at okay. New York. You lose to the Patriots in Foxborough at 1 p.m. So you have a West Coast team going to a 1 p.m. game in Foxborough. They lose that game. They I know that's to, a guaranteed loss. I think that's a bit excessive, but okay, fair I think enough. that I think it's just a terrible spot. I think it's a okay. terrible spot, and that's how they that's so that's why I just said, you know what, the Patriots can get up, and I think he'll they'll be dramatically outcoached in that game. So okay, yeah. All right. So that's just one that I think is the one that they give up. Ra- Ravens and Packers at Packers. I think they take a L there in November. Ravens yeah, Chargers going to cold weather. That's not a great spot in Green Bay. So what was that? One, two, three. That's about five. Five or six. Four. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's six. What was no seven? There goes the Jets. Yeah, so I got a bet seven. Okay. And then there's a whole bunch of 50 50s. Like the Dolphins, I think it's 50 50. Uh, the Vikings, I think it's 50 50. Yeah, I, I read off the beginning of the schedule. A lot of yeah. them seem like 50 50. Yeah, so like a lot of you, yeah, there. I, I just I think it's more often more better chance than not that they go under this and they probably don't even look like that bad of a team. They just look like a, a average team. That's what I think they are. I think this is an average team and an average team is going under the win total. If it's nine and a half, like, I just don't think they're automatically going to walk into 10 wins. I think it's pretty funny because whether they go 10 and seven or seven and 10, I think we agree on one point. The point differential is going to be small either way. They're going to be involved in a bunch of field goal games. The question is, do they win any of them? Yep. hundred percent. A hundred percent, and you know how I feel about Steely. I'm not going to bet the over, but I'm going to lean over for this one. Yeah, I'm. This is a lot. Give me under nine and a half wins for the Chargers. This is going to piss people off. <laughs> Give me under nine and a half wins and Chargers. And, the team's and annoy if it's some, either way, if it's a minus one twenty five to make the playoffs, what's to miss the playoffs? That should be plus one hundred five. Because usually it adds here. up to around you know somewhere in the two twenty range. So you get like minus 125 and you get a plus 110 or plus 105, minus 110, minus 110. Usually you're around like the 210 total sum. So I should have, be plus 105. Oh, shoot. I pressed the wrong thing. Yep. Plus 105. You're right. Yeah. Plus 105 to miss the playoffs. 275 to lose in the. Wow. These lose bets are so. Wow. That is terrible. Mm-hmm. Wait. I would love to bet people to lose in the wild card round. That's a. Where's that Cowboys? We should have said that. The Cowboys won's a terrible deal, though, because they have to make the playoffs and also, like, there's a, it's basically a parlay. It's literally what they do. They yeah, do I know, but I'm time. saying you might just be better off betting it individually. Wow, this is amazing. This is really, tri- this sucks. I I, <laughs> that, I don't hate the so idea negative. in principle picking teams to lose in the divisional round, but the odds on some of these are brutal because it's basically a two or a three pick parlay disguised as a straight bet. Yeah, pretty much. All right, missed playoffs 105. Plus 105 is probably going to make the end of the show bets because, I mean, we've seen it not last year, but the year before. And all they had to do was tie the game and they made the playoffs and they didn't do that. They gave the Raiders the chance to win the game and the Raiders won. And now they that was two years ago. But yes. Yeah, I said two years ago. Okay, just uh, just making sure those two. But I'll I'll tell you what, even if I do lean to the over on the Chargers, a slight lean, the slightest of leans over. I like the plus 105 for them to miss the playoffs. There's a lot of really good teams in the AFC. I don't think 10 wins might be enough. It might. It's, I think that there's going to be a tiebreaker involved with the 10. 
because you have the Jets in there. You have maybe the Dolphins in the wild card. You have three teams in the AFC North who are going to be competing for spots. It's tough. Like it, It's a really, really tough league. And you might see, once again, a, de- a decent amount of teams fighting for a small amount of spots. Only one team out the AFC West makes the playoffs. Okay. I can get behind and we're gonna And we're going to talk about them right now because the Kansas City Chiefs, your Super Bowl champions, Patrick Mahomes, our GOAT of the NFL. and Won me a fantasy title last year. Yeah, I mean, he won a lot of people a lot of things, including the Kansas City, the city of Kansas City, another championship. Shout out to uh, Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, what was it? Minus two and a half. And that's, I don't know, man. I was on the Chiefs. I I hammered the Chiefs. It was so hilarious. All right. Kansas City Chiefs now have a win total of 11 and a half. Minus 140 to the over. Minus 165 to win the division, 6-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. They don't have Frank Clark. This By the time way, just to start from last year, they won 14 games. Let's start they there. Did. They won 14-3. and three. Yes, they did. They don't have Frank Clark this time around. I think they're trying to lock up Chris Jones to a deal. I don't even know if they're even giving I – don't, I don't know what's going on with Chris Jones, to be honest. How big of a deal is it that Frank Clark left? Because I know Jones was great last year. Clark really was either hit or miss or just irrelevant for a decent portion of the year. Did he really do uh, much? They still have Karloftis. They got a couple of young defensive tackle yeah. linemen who can, you know, step in. I think losing in a pass, right? Losing a dev piece always hurts, whether it, it was hurts, like but I'm not sure and... Frank Clark is as good as his reputation suggests at this point in his career. Yeah. That's my point. He was really they, good. I'm not sure if he's great anymore. I, I mean, I don't think they really lost anything huge. Yeah. They lost. You go, you lose Juju, I guess, whatever that, that counts for. But, I mean, this is a Patrick Mahomes-led team. And a Patrick Mahomes-led team is always in it. Yeah. It's just, this is a high win total at 11 and a half. Do they get over the, the 11 and a half wins with, you know, the pieces that they lost? And they lost the enemy. If you think he actually did anything for the team or not, he's still not there. Yeah. That's His a, that's role was still that's a bit lost. uncertain with the team, but the point is the enemy is not there, if you think that matters. Yeah. I'm I am over. actually concerned. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly concerned. But really? it just, I am. I am slightly concerned. And I think that it's more of... Patrick Mahomes might have gotten to LeBron James status of where, you know what? Regular season doesn't matter. As long as we end out, you know, win the division, probably put ourselves in good position to have first place. But if we don't have the first first place, then we're going to wax whoever seven is or six is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned that they, they say, all right, we went 11 and what is it? 11 and six good season. I, but I just, I, I, read I just off, don't by know. The way. Sorry. Yeah. Just, I'm just going to ask you a question. Do you know the last time the chiefs won less than 12 games in a season? Uh, I pretty sure Patrick Mahomes wasn't quarterback. That is correct. It was Alex Smith. And what was that the year before that was, was yeah, the year before. So Mahomes has been the starter since 2018. They've won 12-plus games in every season. Yeah. And that was with 16 games instead of 17 for most of those seasons. 11 and a half, I'm on the over. You can take a step back. I'm not saying they're going to win 14 again. You need 12. 
Yeah, you still get 12. Like We hate the rest of this division anyway. Yeah, they suck. They really do. They Actually, where is it? Where is that division? Perfect in the division. 165 is a joke for the division, by the way. That looks like the freest bet available. That should be like minus 300. They win the division every year. They've won the division seven straight years, and it's minus 165. Oh, that's a terrible price. Plus 650 to win all six division games. So it's a bad price, but they should sweep. The Chargers might steal one. Those games tend to be close. Boo, but they should I, sweep I, Denver. They should sweep. I think it's the Broncos. Teams. I think it's the Broncos. They steal one. I think they overlook a terrible Broncos team. Could be. I'm just saying the Chargers have risen to the occasion against the Chiefs in regular season games. They don't always win, but they're always in the hunt to win. But I think the Chiefs will probably win 13, 14 games again. All right, so we have a top two in the AFC West. Doesn't matter what order. Chiefs, Chargers, plus 105. As much I mean, as I hate short, the Chargers, yeah. as much as I hate the Chargers, I can, I don't reasonably see the the, the Raiders having a better record. Than is them. that any order or is that just any order? Okay, so what if you had Chiefs first and Chargers second? You get rid of the random order. You do the exacta. Is that one, the exact box? One two exacta for the NFC. I don't have that line. Okay. Well, if you did, I'm assuming it'd be like one forty, one fifty. If I had to guess. Uh. Okay, so I got a four-team exacta that goes Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders at three to one, and what's Raiders Broncos? Raiders Broncos is eight to one. I mean, it's not enough. I, I, we mentioned how bad the schedule is for the Raiders. That, that's going to be rough. Just give me the top two, top two plus one hundred five. That's a free plus one hundred five. I'm just like, going to skip as I the top the... two. Just give me the Chiefs to win the division at one sixty five. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, They're the best team in the league every single year. They still have Reed. They still have Mahomes. They still have Kelsey. They have the Holy Trinity. Do you need much more? They're favored in like every game. I get. Yeah. How many wins do you even need to win this division? You like the Chargers under nine and a half. They can win 10 games and still win this division, according to you. Yeah, pretty much. That's why I said I only think one team makes it out. 165. I don't know how that's not like 250, 300. The last time they lost this division was in 2015. I, I, I don't understand these odds at all. That's the last point I'll make. I think Chiefs to win the division is the best bet available in pretty much any division at this point. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep it simple. I I can't, I I can't do anything with. (laughs) I mean, you didn't even make a case for any of these other teams. We hate, we hate the other three teams in this division. I'm going to the over on the chargers because I'm low on the other two, but I even recognize the ceiling because Staley's a bad coach. They're five and one. They're five and one. Worst case in this minimum. It's, yeah, I, I can't. And I hate to take the chalk, but it's it's the Chiefs, man. And as the president of the Patrick Mahomes fan club, I approve this message of the Chiefs are going to be really good yet again. I, I just want to look at the schedule for the Chiefs for a second. Play the Lions. Play the Jaguars. Play the Bears. Play the Jets. Play the Vikings. At Jets may be interesting, but I'm going to keep going down the line. At Vikings, home Broncos, home Chargers, at Broncos, home Dolphins, home Eagles. That's a fun game. At Raiders, at Packers, home Bills. That's fun, too. 
at Patriots versus Raiders versus Bengals at Chargers. Are they underdogs in any game? I they're not going to be. They should probably maybe be like an one underdog. or two points, but Buffalo's at home. Eagles are at home. Buffalo and I, I think they should be an underdog to the Bengals because the Bengals continuously beat their ass. Bengals are also at home. All yeah. those teams are at home. The only yeah, I know that, but that's the thing. Only, but they're never going to make them a dog. But it's the fact that the Bengals always get regular season wins against yeah. them. Well, my points I, for the win total, right? They need to lose six games in order to go under. They're going to be favored in minimum sixteen games out of seventeen. And even like even the the terrible spots for them, like those are maybe a win or yeah. I, I can't get. What's the alternate? What's the alternative? This I see them winning like 13, 14 games again. Like I, I don't see anything changing. Let's see here. Where is Chiefs, 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 Chiefs? I know DraftKings has alternative win totals. You can like drag it. So let me. Let I me know. See I'm trying game. to. I'm trying to scroll to them. Like I can't. I forgot how to my alphabet. Oh, there we are. It's before L. All right. Let's see. Plus one forty for twelve and a half. Two fifty for thirteen and a half. I'm kind of tempted by that. I'm kind of tempted by that price there. I, I I know. I'm literally I literally was just going back and forth trying to figure out which of the two I like more. Man. I mean they proved last year they lose Tyree Kill. Who cares? Like it, it they won the Super Bowl anyway. I, I don't know if it matters. Plus eight fifty to be the last undefeated. Uh, I mean, if I Chiefs... told you the if I told you the Chiefs, let's assume they beat the Jets in New York. Because once again, even though I am a Jets fan, there's a lot of expectations on a team that has not really proven anything yet. Mm-hmm. Let's let's say that can you see a world where the Chiefs enter the home game against the Eagles off a bye? By the way, they have a bye before that game, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. see that? Because I can. Yeah. So. If they start off like nine and zero or eight and zero, they're they're gonna win like thirteen. So look, games. I just found a really cool bet that I didn't see for anything else, and now I kind of wish I went back and. Oh, I didn't say what the supercomputer had them at. Supercomputer has Chiefs at nine wins. Okay, all right. I think that I think that's to do with a lot of the the stuff that they lost. They did lose a lot. Like they did, but it may not I mean, seem that's... like much because like the offensive pieces you're never gonna think about because it's Patrick Mahomes. There, Wait, so like, they, they the, did. Lose. So they have the charge. Wait. So they had the division. So they they have the Chiefs winning at nine wins, but they okay. have eight and a half for the Chargers and the Broncos. So they're basically saying this division is closer than we think. But they're also saying the division's garbage. But yes, yeah, pretty much, and it is honestly like the Chiefs make this a good division. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much what I was saying, the bet that I just saw longest regular season win streak, four and a half games for the Chiefs over four over under four and a half games. What how do they price? not win? How do they not have it's minus one fifteen? So a regular price. I'm sorry, what? Minus one fifteen. They might start the year off eight and no. Exactly. How do we not bet book over is four that? and a half games? This is DraftKings. I gotta slam that. How do we not bet over four? They're gonna win five games in a row. Are you telling me throughout the entire season they're not gonna win five games in a row? They have the first five games, Lions, Jaguars, at Jaguars may be tricky, but still. Play the Bears, play at the Jets, at the Vikings. Then if you want to look at the next couple Wait, of games. Wait, that, that's at Jaguars week two? Yeah, it's week two. Okay, all right. So this is probably a better bet than the 5-0 and to start 5-0 and bet. Because yeah. going to Florida and playing in that humidity. That's why and, I said. Like, it's not, it's yeah. not the easiest. Okay. okay, all right. But still, there's – run down the schedule again. 
Okay, well, after the Jaguars game, you have Bears at Jets. I'll give them the game at the Jets. At Vikings, I think they'll beat the Vikings. Broncos, Chargers, both at home. Broncos on the road. So they play the Broncos two times in three weeks. Dolphins at home, then a bye with the Eagles after that. They're winning five games in a row, man. That's the, really that's should. probably that's probably like one of the best bets of futures we have here for them to win their longest win streak to be five over four and a half games at minus one fifteen. Like that is a really good bet. And if they end up winning 13, 14 games like we think they might, they're gonna win five at some point because they basically they have, have to. to. They have to. Yeah, they have this to. This is this is easy. That's easy. All right. Anything else? No, not really. I think the Chiefs roll. I think they win this division by once again about three, four games. All right, let's get some best bets. Well, Chiefs wait, to win the division. I mean, yeah, we, we just mentioned two bets that we really like. You mentioned the longest win streak. I'll take division at one sixty-five. Easy. They've won the division every year. Mahomes has been there, and we don't like any of the other three teams in this division. So, just unless Mahomes gets hurt, they're going to win this division. Even the supercomputer has the Chiefs at nine wins and still has them to win the division. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, the supercomputer does have them at nine wins, still winning the division. I just, I don't know. Yeah, Chiefs minus one sixty five to win the division. Uh, Chiefs longest regular season win streak, mine over four and a half games at minus one fifteen. I am, I will add up there and under on the Chargers under nine and a half wins. Uh. Hmm. We were tempted by the Raiders, but I know you mentioned Adams' most receptions. I don't know if you want to give that out or not, but you mentioned it. Yeah, Adams' most – so I was actually got distracted by something else because if the Raiders are actually, like, slightly better than what we say and they go over – what's the – so the most in, improved regular season team? That's going to be a last place, the first place team. That's not going to be the Raiders. Is there what other every team? year there's one team that's like last place and ends up but in what, first place? But what team could be okay? So I guess you it would, could. Be, it would be the NFC South. You could just pick a team in the NFC South that you think is going to be even decent. Carolina, the Falcons, one of those teams, maybe. Oh, yeah. And and they had six wins. They're not going to, yeah, no. Okay. It's not gonna AFC South's going to suck. I was trying too. to find something. I was trying to find something really juicy, but I couldn't do it. I'm trying to think of any other candidates there. Uh, <sighs> I mean, now Green Bay wasn't bad enough. Yeah, no. Um, okay. Yeah, give me that Devontae Adams most receptions plus 750, 850, whatever it was. And give me the Broncos to be last place, man. Plus 210, you said, right? Yeah, plus 210. For, so last place in the division, plus 210. But I'm trying, and I'm trying to find it. Uh, fewest wins. Broncos. Four to one, forty to one. I'm tempted by so many of those teams. Even the, I mean, the Cardinals' price is so much lower than everybody else's. But there's a lot of bad teams out there, and with two potential franchise-changing quarterbacks, I'm lower on May than most people. I know you agree with me. Yep. I think Caleb Williams is the truth. I think Caleb Williams is one of the best prospects I've ever seen. So you're going to see a bunch of tanking teams in the final couple months of the season. Yeah, I need a 40 to one just to sweat. Maybe not, it might not win, but I will definitely have two tickets. One to sell when everybody gets on the train at the Broncos. What are the Raiders? Raiders are 
It's going to be lower than the Broncos by probably a decent amount. I'm going to guess like 15 to 1, 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Okay, that's what I thought. Four times the money on Denver? Yeah, yeah I got to We got to play it. We got to play it because they're right next to each other. We got to play it. Yeah. All right. Broncos, 40 to 1, fewest wins in the regular season. Anything else you want to add, Scott? Not really. Uh, what? We're fading Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> All right. He's at Russia already. I'm at really real underscore underscore. For the one person that we have on YouTube, like the video on your way out. And for everybody that's going to be catching this, probably probably closer to regular season start time than you drop this. Yeah, on on Spotify, wherever you get it from. Make sure that you please go and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a review. And other than that, I mean, this was the AFC West. It's Chiefs over everybody. I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. I'm just going to do like this. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. We are out of here.